0: Welcome to episode 68 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Righto guys, so welcome along to episode 68 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Owens. How
1: you going, mate? I'm very good. I, hear, good. I hear from my little... Uh my little spies out on the streets, you were hitting the town, picking up a few young lasses at the I the not I wasn't
0: hitting on any lasses as such, I came home by myself, but right. I had a good night out, I had tw- two nights out actually. It's oh. a single game, mate, it's a different world. It's tough at the top. Oh, I can't handle it, At one o'clock and I'm dead, <laughs> but that's okay. Anyway, the show is proudly brought to you by, we've got three, here we go. Coffees of Hawaii, for all your
1: coffee needs, Coffees of com. We've got com. your online try shop, and... and uh, Athlinks.com, the online community for triathletes. Beautiful. We'll talk more about those
0: later in the show. In today's show, we've got our news. Uh, we've got our age grouper of the week.
1: High five this week is what? We got uh, some swim tips sent in by uh, a guy. We've got his name. Mention his name later on. Yeah. Um, but just some swim tips. Uh, website of the week. Uh, no coaches' calling this week. No, we're just going to do a slightly extended questions and answers uh, time. Oh, nice. And uh I'm could sure bothered, could you? I'm sure we can still pad it <laughs> out to a
0: good hour long show. We could talk some crap, don't worry about that. Anyway, in the news this week we've had a few races happening over the weekend and the first one to talk about is the World Long Course Championships.
1: They're held in France, yep. and last week our concerns were that it was gonna be uh it was gonna be a very very strong field. and we were a bit worried it was gonna be drafting. Yeah. If you click on that one there oh, oops. Oops, back it up. Back it up, I got it. Um, but it was going to be a, We thought it was going to be a fairly flat course. but I had an email through from uh, here, Hallamans. He said it was. You know, it was a little bit undulating. Uh, the field it looked very, very strong last week, but it, it appears that a, a number of those guys didn't turn up. The likes of Victor I mean, uh Paul Amy, I didn't see his name in the results either. Still, still a really good field, mm. um, but not quite as outstanding. Over sort of thirty athletes and nearly forty athletes. Yeah, so. but just not quite as outstanding as uh, in terms of the start list was. Um, the guy who actually won, Julian Loy, I don't know a great deal about him, but I think he was uh, maybe fourth or fifth last year. Yep. So it was basically a French trifecta, Yeah. Uh, and he took it out on the run. He swam 36.57, biked 146, and ran a 104. So what are they running? 20Ks, is it? 20, 20Ks. Okay. So that's that's pretty solid, if it was mm. accurate, you know, running uh, two 32-minute Ks. Well, well, it must have been the world champs they would have done it, probably. You'd hope so. Um, so I haven't heard a lot about him, but he's obviously a pretty solid athlete because he beat some really good athletes. Mm. We had uh, Xavier the Flock, who's great over halves and Ironman distance, uh, and he beat him by a good... Uh, well, it was a good... Um, six minutes. Six minutes. Mm. That's an absolute shellacking. Yeah, he slapped um, him. So it's a really strong We also had the fastest bike time by... Oh, oh, no, not the fastest, but his... Chorbo Cinderbale uh, yeah. rode away a bit on the bike, but Xavier the Flock obviously came through quite nicely on the run but didn't really make too much ground on the, his... Uh, French counterpart mm, mm. and then third place was Sébastien Berlier which uh, he's a blast from the past he's been around for a long long time blast from the past <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's uh, I, th- I think he may have been a world junior champion about 94 95 96 somewhere around about that time yep. um, I remember he was he was still on top of the game when I used to race over in France so he's been around a long time so not a great surprise but good to see him in some form and then Thibaut Sindebo yeah defending champion only managed uh, fourth uh, so he's surprised by that Well, not really. I mean, he he tried to blister the bike and then uh, faded quite badly on the run with a 1 hour 12, Uh, so it's not entirely surprising. Last year he had a much, much bigger lead than that coming off the bike, and last year it was Craig Alexander trying to run him down. He didn't quite uh, have enough gas in the tank. Mm. But some some other really good names there in the top 10, Olivier Marceau, uh, Olympian, uh, World Championship short course medalist. And a number of other guys there in the top ten, and another number of guys not in the top ten that, that are great athletes. Cyril Navarre, who's an ITU athlete. Bayless came in at twentieth. Yeah, Jonas Colting Jonas. Uh, was only sixteenth. So, so, so good field. Um, but we haven't heard a lot of results, reports back from the athletes yet in terms of uh, whether it was a really well run race and whether there was uh, too much drafting on the bike. Yeah. And on a woman's side of things. Well, I picked that one. You <laughs> did too, Leander Cave. Took it out. Wasn't as quite a dominating performance as I thought. She finished in 4.04 um, with a 38 minute swim, 2.04 bike, and 1.18 run. Yep. Um, but it looked like she may have eased up a little bit on the run. Erica Cosmo was closing in, uh, finished about a minute 20 behind. But and a five that, minute faster run. Yeah. Yep. And Katriana Morrison uh, from. Scotland, Scotland, not Great Britain, not not Great Britain, not England, not England. Uh, no, took took, no, home <laughs> took home the bronze Stay away from those guys. Took <laughs> out <laughs> them on the town, and then uh, Gina Ferguson, who I picked, would also do reasonably well. Came in in six. So we yeah, know, she's going to be happy with that, doesn't she? I think so. You know, she's still got some work to do on her bike. There um, She didn't get dominated by any stretch of the imagination on the bike. Two oh six. You know, the top girls are only riding about five minutes quicker than her. Yeah, and that's where she's basically. You know, there's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so not a bad result from her. Um, and I can't see Bella Comerford's name there, so she obviously entered but didn't race, and she was defending champion. Yeah. So yeah. don't quite know what's going on there. So that's the long-course championships. So
0: what other races did we have? We had, I'm just trying to follow We had Lake,
1: Lake Stevens 70.3. I think that was, it may have actually been the week before, um, but good to see good old uh, Rebecca Chris Keats. Lee and Rebecca Keat on yep. top there. Um, so just a 70.3 sort of rolling, rolling on. Chris Lee took it out in 3, three hours 56, 56. Yep. Only, only sort of 30, 40 seconds in front of Paul Matthews, and then another Aussie, Luke McKenzie, in third place, uh, only 30 seconds back. So pretty close between those first three, only uh, a minute and seven seconds covering them, then another four minutes back to the next guy uh, on the girls' side of things. Again, it was uh, Aussie, Quinella, with Rebecca Quinella. taking it out, 4.28, and Melissa, Melissa Ashton, 4.31. Heather Golnick in third place in 4.34. Interesting to see Heather Fuhr just down the field, but there in sixth place, only mm. managing 4.39. it uh, be interesting to see what she's got planned for this year. She's uh, obviously a former Hawaii champion, um, but I don't think she raced last year. I think she may have been pulled out the year before, so see what she's up to. So we've got some races coming up this weekend, and first of all, we have
0: Ironman Lake Placid.
1: It's time for the ladies to show us what they're made of. Dominate the dojo. Because there's uh, no pro men, no pro men in this race. It's uh, as was the case in Coeur Lane a few weeks ago, that was a men only pro field. Uh, mm. this one's a woman only pro field. And I'm a little bit surprised, you know, I don't know whether this uh, is an accurate start list we've got here, but uh, it's not an amazingly stacked field, which I would have thought you know more girls would have gone over there. It's, it's better prize money. Do you know what the prize money is?
0: Was it just all the prize money goes towards
1: th- yeah, the female field? Yeah, I think field? it is. So uh, maybe I, would they get imagine, I would imagine it's uh, in the region of ten to fifteen thousand for first female, as opposed to you know races like Ironman New Zealand, which is eight and a half thousand US, yeah. Uh, split either way. So it is a good little bonus. So, so I am a bit surprised. Uh, just looking at the seedings here, Amanda Lovato's got the second seating, um, third seating is Karen and Smyers. Um, yeah. So you know, forty-five. Ka- Karen's a great athlete, um, but you know, there's plenty of girls sort of yep. I, I would rate above her uh, fourth seating is Marie Danas yeah. not, not Belinda Granger in Bl- the fifth yeah Belinda Granger is probably the one big hitter there that, that yep. you know should should dominate I'd think but you, you've got to wonder how um, how smoked she is from uh, racing rote yep. so it's pretty pretty close after there another one to watch is Charlotte Paul from Australia she's had a few really good races I think she went about 9.15 9.20 over in um, Ironman Western Australia So yep. so she should be one to watch but there's not really anybody else there that's really jumping out at me. There's uh, Karen Holloway. She's she's okay. Karen Smise is definitely going to be up there. Uh, Erica Cosmore is, is is one to watch. Um, but but none of the real big Hawaii sort of uh, big hitters other than Belinda Granger so I'd expect Belinda Granger probably to take that one out as I wonder why, because you
0: think they're putting on these races here to actually attract a stronger field I wonder why it's not actually pulling the
1: field I, know, I, I haven't got the answer to that mm. I, I mean there has been a lot of Ironman races over the last um, sort of four to six weeks with all the European ones really sort of bang 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 mm. bang bang mm. so. but I
0: suppose for a pro you may look at the year and think well is, is, maybe it's the case where You get, you know, the pros think, well, everyone else is going to turn up and probably easier to go to another race where I can get my money and you have to compete really hard in this race sure the money's better but maybe it's harder for me to earn the money yeah
1: that's what you think but but they haven't shown up this year so it'll be interesting Mm. to see if we have a complete opposite next year and they think oh nobody went this year I'll Mm. go go Mm. next year (laughs) Um, but it's definitely something the pros do you know I remember racing in France it would be a big criteria for me because I was sort of a a second tier pro I would always be looking at the races where I thought other people would race and I'd go where they weren't going to be just to be trying to make that little bit of money Um, and, and you do have to wonder you know I think more and more of the pros might sort of taking the approach that they're putting more more e- emphasis on Hawaii and maybe trying to do the early season Ironmans and then having uh, sort of using the middle part of the year to focus more on say the, the half, half distance and, and really getting prepared properly for Kona so yeah. I guess we'll wait and see and there are, there are quite a few races in North America now you know you've got Coeur Lane, which, which I know is only a one pro field uh, for the men, you've got this one coming up then you've got Kentucky, you've got Canada, you've got Florida, uh, You've got Arizona early in the year, so there is a lot more choice, whereas in the past, the, you know, the choice was a lot more selective. Well, though, in saying that, when you look at the size of North America, yeah. you know, like, surely they could afford to have more races. Yeah, but there's the, the, the pros, you know, there's not a huge yeah, amount of yep. pros in the States, mm-hmm. but... Anyway, we'll look forward to seeing some good racing over there. So, we've there. also got the Vine Man 70.3 coming up this weekend. Mm. So, Vine Man's really uh, one of the classic races. It's, this isn't actually Vine Man, this is a Vine Man 70.3. And then in August, they have the the full Vineman distance, yep. which is an iron distance race. It's uh, a really long standing race, been around for maybe 16, 18 years so or so. So, that
0: one's a 70.3 and one's not an iron man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there may be licensing issues there. Um, Who knows? But Vineyman gets a gets a good field.
0: So we haven't got a strong, well, not a big male field. Um, Not big, but it's pretty strong. Craig Alexander's obviously his favourite.
1: Yep, Paul Amy's uh, there. You have got T.J. Tolkinson, who's won a seventy point three this year. Read the book too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and we've got a few other guys there um, Chris Lieto, Brian Lavelle Pete Jacobs who, who had a fantastic race and wrote, yep. Peter Claude who's a Kiwi I don't know if he still races in New Zealand I was actually looking time. at my photos from
0: Ironman 2000 my first Ironman and uh, Pete Jacobs must have done that one because there's photos of him coming out of the
1: water oh ah, yeah, nice so that, that's 3 or 4 years ago so good. Mm. Um, so not a bad pro field what about uh, probably about 20 guys there, it's not yep. bad. And then on the girls' side of things... On the
0: girls' side of things,
1: you just keep talking for two seconds, John. Uh, okay, it's a beautiful website they've got here for <laughs> man. Beautiful. A search. There we go. And it's, it's pretty a, small. Small field, but it's pretty pretty studded Kelly Jones. Started. And Samantha McGlone. So they had a good... Well, they didn't have that good a battle. Uh, Samantha McGlone spanked McKaylee Jones over in... Uh, it's over interesting in they keep in, picking the same races, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's often the best, want to race the best, yep. and a uh, good opportunity for them to go head-to-head. Didi Griesbauer is also often in contention uh, when the swim on the bike, often falls away a bit on the run. Uh, old Klaus his girlfriend, Kirsty Goff, is racing. Yep, What's uh, not know of Klaus? I don't know. I, don't know. Okay. Okay. I haven't heard from him for a while. Yeah. And also Melissa Ashton, she should be mixing it up a bit as well. It's would say big ups to the old Try Boys boys,
0: because Cameron and Lewis are actually racing this weekend. At, oh, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, So yeah. go the Try Boys boys, eh? Hey, my man. Yeah. Nice. 70.3, I was talking to him when I was in uh, California, and they said, yep, yeah, we're going on the... Fired up and ready to smack it. Good. So good luck, boys. Good luck. Good. We'll be
1: looking out for your results. What else is happening? Let's have a look at you. Grab one page. there's probably a few other races, half half races around the world, but uh, those are sort of the main ones we found for this week. Okay. And what else is
0: happening in the news? Iron Man Austria 2008 sold out in 19 hours. Wow. That's
1: incredible. That's incredible. So- they had uh, the straight after the race, the day after, they had uh, entries open for for athletes that raced, and it sounded like they sold about three three or four hundred there, and then they opened it up on Monday um, by at midnight, and within twenty minutes they had one hundred and twenty entries, yeah. and then the first eleven hours uh, they had no, in the first hour they had eleven thousand hits um, mm. when, the, when the registration was listed, so. Incredible. I've, I spoke to a guy who went over there and raced. He said, you know, it is a really good race. It's uh, really fast on the bike. Um, it is, you know, it's not, definitely not flat, yep. but it's probably a bit like road. It's, yep. it's just really fast on the bike and, and a good, fun place to go. So It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, so they, it sells out. There
0: are ways around it. They obviously have package deals. Uh, they're talking on this website here about how you can do some package deals. Um, is, that,
1: is Do we like that? Not really. I mean, it's just their, their way of gaining more income and for the, a way for rich people to sort of get in there, I think. Um, yeah. If they want to pay the premium, you know, the are often. As long as there's not win. too many, I suppose. Yeah. It's hard to know. I think it'd be great for, for some of these races to maybe have some qualifying. Um, What's well, it's going to have to happen eventually, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it's just, you know, I do agree first and first serve is a good system, but I think it'd be nice if you could uh, have some, some qualifying, early season qualifying races as well, yep. or maybe late season qualifying races uh, this year. Yep,
0: and uh, Triathlon 101 has named a National Race Director, mm. and his name is, let's have a look,
1: his name is Doug Grutt. So we we want to support that One One series, it's it's great for, for athletes, you know, pros and for age group athletes. That's well, so what Brian Rose was saying eh, when he was on the show, he was saying, yeah. you know, this year it's a lot better because, you know, you compete
0: in more races and...
1: And it's just going to take a little while to get off the ground. Um, you know, they have had small numbers this year, and, and they've got I think one or two races to go. So we'll see how those go. But uh, you know, hopefully these guys get it rolling. You know, I think it's a, it's a good concept, and uh, and we will support them. So support nice. the one ones. Put them in your diary for next year.
0: Yeah, and it would be a good kind of transition race,
1: say hey, for like an Ironman, Definitely. if you can time it right. And good training days as well. I mean, uh, perfect if you just want to treat it as a low priority race, and uh, you know maybe. Six, seven weeks out from an Ironman um, and just treat it as basically an Ironman training day. Maybe, nice. maybe, maybe more like seven, eight weeks out. And, and I
0: mentioned Rhodesie's name. See what I did there? Tying it in. Tying it in. Rosie basically won 2007
1: Med Express Half Ironman, which I don't know where the heck it was. But it was only basically a week after doing Coeur Lane. Yeah. So he had a good race at Coeur Lane. I think he finished, what, at fourth, fifth, fifth something, yeah, something like that. Maybe. And then backed it up a week later. by oh, that's impressive. Half Ironman. There's no way I'd do a half
0: yeah. iron. a week afterwards. So was saying on his race report on next try that uh, he knew that he wasn't going to
1: have the run leg, so he basically smacked the bike, smacked the swim, Definitely. and held on for the run. That's what kills you, you know. You're not going to really lose too much in your swimming. You might be a bit flat on the bike, but you can sort of often push through that. But uh, through the pain to the, the glory. But running, you know, you just feel feel very very heavy. Yeah. So
0: well done, Brian. And uh, well, so last week on our discussion of this, the news isn't it? No. Oh no, actually, Amy you say on Palmeiro Winters I was just on one of the websites this morning and I just thought she's been nominated for an ESPY award uh, for best female athlete with a disability now she's a triathlete she's more of a short corpse person but I just kind of thought what's an ESPY award uh, so it's the ESPN it's kind of like the sporting awards in America and uh, she's basically she's got the world record for marathon holding as a disabled athlete she ran like about a 302 (laughs) yeah yeah, like pretty impressive (laughs) And uh, and also for the Olympic distance triathlons. So just thought I'd give her a, you know, a bit of a big ups because uh, it's pretty impressive if you ask me. It is. So anyway, uh,
1: discussion of the week. Discussion of the week. So last week we talked about... Last week we talked about whether uh, race directors should have the power... To basically ban athletes from their race if they've been implicated in uh, any sort of drug scandal, either they've been busted um, and found guilty, or they have been implicated, as was uh, Kai Huntermark via the sort of Team Telecom sort of scandal. So. Um, Let's for this first. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, Brian, I think the race organised, the governing body,
0: uh, be it WTC, uh, ITU or whatever, should determine the cope of, scope of penalties involved and that the RD race directors should follow these regulations.
1: Hmm. Yep. Phil uh, Ibis <coughs> said, you do the crime, you pay the time. Once an athlete has served their suspension, they should be given the chance to compete again. For example, David Miller but they uh if they get done again for a second offence, it should be an automatic lifetime ban.
0: Okay, so Rollo is saying that um sure, no the race directors shouldn't do it. If the if the athletes suspended their I mean done their time, that's fair enough. But he's saying that he thinks that they should actually start increasing uh the penalties. So mm. uh every positive test should maybe get five years. Um which
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of, if you if you ban somebody for five years it's almost like a life yeah. ban, isn't it? Yeah, so that's kinda yeah. what it is. Uh, and then, uh, got a chance once they've completed their punishment, um, you have to leave them back in. If you don't like it, then change the punishment.
0: Ooh. Well, then uh, Daniel from Germany, he's actually he was actually getting mm-hmm. me the other way. He says the race director invites the pros to the race, so if it's kind of like it's his party. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Yeah. So, uh, and he's just saying, you know, and he actually knows the guy who runs Germany, and he says he really tries to put on a good race. And uh, he doesn't want doping in his race, so he thinks that if he wants to keep those people away, he should be allowed to. Um...
1: I mean, that, that's a reasonable point, because most of the pro athletes um, probably don't pay entry fee. Uh, yep. they, they probably get a complimentary entry. They A, a lot of them will get uh, assistance with accommodation, um, and the top-tier pros will often get appearance fees and um, and get really well looked after. So I guess it is a different story when you're not paying to enter. Um, and, and I think all races are essentially in... But but okay but break. like like you've got ITU like Bevan doesn't pay to enter an ITU race. No,
0: no. Like you know, like it's yeah. A, we're, we're probably the only sport where some pros have to pay to enter a race. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, you know like yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether you pay to enter things like Wimbledon and stuff. I presume not. <laughs> oh, you'd think federa, they'd probably pay federer to be there exactly. Wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah they but what face. about the, what about the guys that are ranked? You know. A thousand in the world, and they qualify. Would they have to pay to be there? Would they have to pay to get into the well, you qualifying to tournament? Yeah, I don't
0: think you would. Yeah, I don't, oh, know. I don't
1: really know, but it's interesting. And Andy to finish. Uh... Andy, my view is uh, a long ban uh, of at least eighteen months, then allowed to race again. But second time, it's all over. No more racing. So eighteen months doesn't seem that long to me. Um, okay, your view. Well, <clears throat> if there was a clear cut. Um, if if you were found guilty and there was no question of doubt about yeah, it, there's always there's always yeah. question, mate. I took those accidental supplements. Yeah, that's the thing, and it's like you know, there's plenty of innocent people in jail who who are in jail for for not yep. being um, for not actually doing crimes. So yep. if it, if it wasn't the case, and if it was just simply you could go, yes, you definitely took drugs and you definitely knew about, it, then I think it should be an automatic ban and, and never be allowed to race again.
0: basically. But then then that does like someone like Nina Kraft who actually came out and said,
1: yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sort of, I, I, I encourage you to lie. I encourage you to say, "Oh, you know, it's the supplements." Yeah, but but for, yeah, I, I know there's there's no way that it ever happened. There's always going to yeah. be that slight element of doubt. So, so I think it sets a bit of a dangerous precedent that um, the race directors are taking it into their own hands. I kind of agree with that first comment. It should really be the national federations that are laying down um, what athletes can and can't do. Um, I'm pretty happy with the two year ban at this stage, and then second time you're completely out. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, they, they basically they should be allowed to race. Yeah, I actually agree. I think that... I actually think it's a disappointing in
0: our sport that we don't have standard rules over mm-hmm. um, all races. Uh, yeah. Sure, there's some things that you have to adjust to races, but rules like that, to me, should just be set in concrete. And um, there seems to be a few kind of dark areas in Ironman where, you know, a race director can kind of choose what they want to do. And, Drafting distance. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah, and things like that. And it's just, to me... I don't know, it just it can be confusing, and I know this guy's obviously trying to be really hard on drugs, and, mm. you know, good on him for doing that, but maybe if the IWTC actually create some systems, you know, like maybe do the Tour de France thing, if you've got to sign a contract to show yep. if you lose, you give us your money back, and exactly. and so on, Those, you know, but as a sport, do it together, mm. you know, and, yeah, it just seems a little bit Mickey Mouse in that way, so, um, yeah, I, I totally agree, I think that a race director shouldn't be allowed to do that, but...
1: Um, he you is can, can, at the moment. Yeah, you can see his point, yeah. what he's trying to do. So
0: anyway, a few weeks ago we had um, Maka on the show, and on the show um, he was mentioning the idea of having Ironman medals. Um, so having Medals, no, yeah. Standards, sort of. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like, okay, so if you do a 13-hour, you're a bronze medalist. If you do a, you an you know, 11, you're a silver. If you do a sub-10, you're a gold. And then, you know, obviously moving towards pro if you get under that. Um and on X they and no, on X try, on try talk, they had a huge discussion about it. So I thought, well, I'm stealing their glory. <laughs> we love you boys, but we're gonna and girls, but we're actually gonna we're gonna steal your idea. So basically, what do you guys think of that system? Do you think the system of having a you know rewarding system for different levels of achievement within Ironman is necessary? Do you
1: think it will bring you know will it make the sport more appealing? Or and, and maybe what should they be? What should the times be? Yep. You know, okay. if, yep. If you thought it was a good idea, do you think 13 hours should be a bronze, I don't know, 11 should be a silver, and sub-10 should be gold or something like yeah. that. I'd almost say
0: that's gold. That's gold. That's gold, mate. That's yeah. gold. Okay, then, that's uh, our news and discussion for the week. Age
1: Grouper of the Week. We nailed it, finally. We did. It's been a bit rough lately, haven't we? Yeah. That's good. And this week's age group is somebody who nailed Bevan. Nailed me, the bastard. <laughs> well, not, not like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay I'm, taking the out, I'm single, but yeah. Anyway, Alan. Alan, no. Alan sent through an email, is it? Yeah, Alan yeah. from Full On Try. And he's a head coach at Full On Try, and that's really good. The coaches are listening to us. But he sent us through, and he's just saying he's uh, mentioned a podcast by Lee and would like to turn it free. Okay, so Lee Jackson. Oh. He's also a listener He's emailed in once or twice Yep A full on try London is the age group of the week Lee is 29 And last week Competed in his first Ironman in Frankfurt Recording a time of 9.18 To come in 16th in his age group In a very competitive field well, It must have been 9.18 you got yeah. 16th uh, Germany's really a monster cyclist a well, Germans really are a monster cyclist. Um, he was determined to beat Bevan's time at Roth, <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel he just might have done it. Although, on some, on some they had me at 9.15. Did so they? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. was 9.15. That. Sorry I took you. Um, so he's getting married in a few weeks, and it'll be a delight, as he's mentioning for his wedding present. It's all over now,
1: Lee. You've got your glory, but now you're your getting brain. married. Now you're getting married now, you're, and kids are coming. It's, it's, oh, it's, all over, it's, Rover. <laughs> don't do it. No. That, but that is a pretty outstanding performance. He's, what, he's 29, yep. and doing a nine eighteen first up. first uh, up, that's pretty outstanding. Yeah, definitely. And just one thing, you've actually got here... Uh, you wanted me to remind you of this oh yeah I had to. last week's age group of Jasek from Poland sent me a classic quote uh, the other day um, I need higher speed at a lower heart rate nice which Cold. I found quite funny because I think everybody might want Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have to go 100k an hour at 5 beats a minute yeah
0: One, two, three, four, 2, five and in tradition of you guys sending us in our information which we're encouraging <laughs> David you're saying your last name Livestidge. Livestidge sent us through um,
1: this week's high five. Yeah, so he sent us through some swim tips. He got a bit uh, livid about uh, us talking a few weeks ago about athletes group to sort of doing two stroke breathing when they're racing, and he's sort of debating that issue. And he's uh, I think he's, no, he was encouraging it, wasn't he? He was encouraging two stroke breathing when yep. we were perhaps more encouraging three stroke breathing. Yeah, so. David, I think he's interesting email. He's been a, a Great Britain swim rep, I think it was, and yeah. I think he's he's now a swim coach. He's and he was man. he was of the point that he very much should be. <clears throat> breathing every two strokes, and uh, just getting in max uh, oxygen, mm-hmm. et etc et um, I'm still very much of the belief that you should become very, very efficient at three-stroke breathing. Yep. Um, when it comes to racing, you should do whatever is most comfortable for you, um, but I think if you can become extremely proficient at three-stroke breathing, for Ironman racing, um, you'll be better off, and uh, you'll be a more skillful athlete, and you'll be able to be more versatile in different conditions. So if you do need to swim to both sides, you can do that efficiently, so... I'm not saying that everybody's going to be able to do it, but I think over time, if you can build towards that, I think you'll be better off. Mm. But anyway. He sent us through a pretty great high five, so yeah. you want to start off? So he's got five tips. First, number one, if you're not a good swimmer, get a coach or at least someone to look at your stroke. Even if it's just your partner with a video camera, it will show you where you are going wrong or right. Remember, a fit swimmer with bad technique will always lose to an unfit swimmer with good technique. Which, which brings us on to. Well, but that's a real
0: example of me, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I go swimming at the pool with the old boys, you know, all late 40s guys, but swam since they're three, and uh, they all got drunk way too much beer, got way too much weight on, and. Yeah. and but you're a hell of a lot fitter than them. Oh, ten 10 times that. fitter than them, they smacked the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, distance per stroke. Uh, by this, I mean maximise your stroke. Instead of overreaching and putting strain on your shoulder, it should be a comfortable reach. You get the distance from accelerating through your pull phase. Try counting your strokes, then do a set of four times that distance, taking less strokes each
1: time. Mm. Mm, So so definitely, I mean, that's something uh, we've had Hayden Woolley on the show before, and it's definitely something he spends a huge amount of time doing, you know, doing 25s and things like that. Trying to decrease the amount of strokes you're doing and counting your strokes. And
0: what he's saying here is not no, not necessarily
1: the length you're reaching out, it's making sure you actually get in the, the pool of
0: the water right exactly. from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Yep. There's
1: no point just doing a stroke and then like pausing for and just kicking for five seconds and going, yeah. Well I I'd only did ten strokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done that before.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we had a race in the pool. <laughs> so I just did one stroke and kicked for oh. ah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that, that's not really the objective there. Oh sorry. It's it's like kind of putting <laughs> Almost like putting your, your arms. If, if you're on your bike and you're you're spinning along in your normal gear, and then you put it into a big gear, it's kind of a little bit like that analogy. Nice. Uh, tip number three: uh, work on your drills every session. Show me a swimmer who does not um, does not drill, and I'll give, show you a bad swimmer. Favorite drills for me: a catch-up, concentrating on accelerating through your stroke and not dropping your elbow. Closed fists, closed fist, concentrating on your s pull through the water, finger drag. Dragging your fingers across the top of the water to help give you a nice high elbow. Uh, this can be augmented by also dragging your thumb up the side of your body to keep a nice, tight stroke. Nice. Finally, head up. Great practice for swimmers, but also concentrate on where your hands enter and try to make no splash why, why on the Why is water. head up good? Well... You know, it forces you to um, really work the front part of your stroke. Oh, it also okay. forces you to, to practice being in a race situation where you do bring your head up. Um, something else I'd encourage swimmers to do is not always just continuously swim with your head up in the water, like like water polo style, is to just uh, lift your head as you're taking a taking a breath and taking a really quick look at the end of the pool because that's what I encourage people to do more often when you're racing yep. is you don't want to swim along doing four strokes with your head up looking for the swim boy. If you can lift it up in one sort of single movement with your breath, to the front and then back down. If you can, ca- a pretty good demo here. Yeah, if you can catch, <laughs> ca- catch a sight <laughs> of the boy. Um, because what's going to happen when you do lift your head? Your hips are going to drop right down in the water. So you've got to be really careful of that. And, it's and on it slows you down. It's yeah, just like a weight. So it's good, good to practice in, in, uh, in the pool, but in race situations, you do want to try to keep your head down as much as possible. Obviously, you still want to swim in a straight line. Yeah. And it's, it's just so like Michael Phelps
0: has been described as the only man uh, who can swim without splashing. And he's not a bad swimmer. Well, I I saw a magazine the other day saying he's the best athlete in the world at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, that's like comparing apple and oranges, isn't it, really? Yeah, I suppose. Tiger Woods isn't bad. Yeah, Tiger Woods, I'd take him out. (laughs) Do you play golf? I do play the odd round. Any good? If I get two pars and around I'm pretty happy yep. so that's sort of my standard Have you ever got a birdie? I've got a birdie yep, yep. I got an eagle once <laughs> Did you? Yep, I chipped it in from like about 50 metres <laughs> and in she goes so Oh mate oh, haven't I haven't got the hole in one yet though The eagle's pretty
0: good Yeah. I think I've got one birdie I hate the game um, It's just because I suck Number at four. it Number four uh, Swim with your hips uh, Try standing face onto a wall uh, with an arm up stretched and pushed up against it so like that Doing good now I'm doing it now. Yeah, uh, and now try stand, uh, try stand side on and try. So obviously like this, this, this. Yep, I'm doing it. If you replicate this in the water, think of how much more power you will have. That swinging motion can be practiced when doing catch up, or yeah. best when doing catch up. So getting good body roll in the water is really important. And, and that's something you said to me. Um, that that's something that people who haven't swam traditionally don't really do too well is it? You're very flat
1: in the water and yeah. just sort of going through so you've got a lot of power through your core and through your big sort of upper back and through your shoulders so you really do need to utilise that so it's not just your hips that are rolling you know, you've know, you got to get good roll with your shoulders yeah, it's basically your whole body's swaying isn't it? Try, try to have a look at some clips of Olympic swimming races or, or anything you can find on the net and you'll just see how those top guys really roll through the water Another really good thing to buy is the Future Dreams uh, Swim CD which yeah. you can get through my uh, one of my sites NZM. Give me what you got, mate? I've got about three or four on the go at the moment. Uh, or you can go through Hayden's site, futuredrinks.co.nz dot co Go through John's. Give me some. Go through name. mine. Give me James. some. That's good, and then uh, he's got a kid now <laughs> Exactly. But the, Hayden on this CD has got—he's a really perfect swimmer. Uh, he's got some some great just swim shots of him, and he also goes through a lot of the drills that we've talked about. So it's quite a valuable mm, that's resource. Great CD. Yep. Uh, number five. Number five. This is a, a key one and definitely one that I agree with a lot. Don't cross your center line. This works for both cycling and swimming. Nice. Nice one. Uh, draw a line, imaginary or not, down the center of your body. When your hand crosses this line, your body will automatically swing uh, and your hips to counter this movement. It can be called ear- earing, um or s- I call it snaking through the water. Uh, the pull phase should start with a slight catch with a straight arm. Uh, start pulling the S shape then to the pull phase, middle of the S phase, bending the elbow to 45 degrees. Uh, try up against the wall and see how much more power you get with a straight up versus a bent arm. Accelerate through to your maximum speed. Uh, this is the power phase of the stroke, so make the most of it you can. Then the, the recovery part of the S pull coming out by your hips. And okay. the traditional, number six. Uh, traditional number six,
0: don't kick too much. The best you can get is uh, 15 to 20% uh, from your kick, that's at max effort. So two to four kick, uh, beat kick to balance your strokes is all you need to
1: do. Remember, your legs are doing a lot of work for the rest of the day, so yeah. don't, don't kick too much. So, I th- But I, th- I think that's a definitely important point. And when you put a wetsuit on, you, you just generally end up kicking uh, less as well. So the kick m- is mainly there, like he says, for balance purposes. Having said that, I definitely think everybody should be doing a reasonable amount of kick uh, in every swim session. Um, Why? Or- because often when you're starting the race, um, you're going to be starting at quite an aggressive pace. Yep. Um, you know, sure, you, you know, if you've got a good race plan, you're not going to be starting off at maximum speed, but if you're going to be doing a half or an Olympic or a sprint, you probably are going to be going h- um, hard to very hard at the start of the race. Yep. If you don't practice doing any kick, you can burn your legs out very, very quickly. Uh, um, so they just
0: won't be conditioned. Yeah, so, yeah. You,
1: so you need to practice some kick in your training or doing some sets um, where you are really focusing on kicking hard. When it does come to racing, though, on the other hand, then you don't want to be kicking uh, so much unless you're trying to drag somebody through the swim. <laughs> nice then which drafting we, behind you which we don't want to do which we wouldn't probably do i am never be doing that yeah. <laughs> if I'm sitting behind you on the storm, I'll be
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> what? crying Soon. water will be rising by the minute yeah um, so anyway uh, thank you David for that and uh, let's that's our high five for this week nice <laughs>
1: Website of the week Again, we nailed it We probably should be saying websites of the week Now that you've decided to double dip a bit here Well, but I'm doing it for the community, mate yeah, You are doing it for the community you know, It's because
0: I love our community I love, I love the Mental world But our first website this week
1: is called Wait Weenies And it's for those of you Who are a bit fanatical <laughs> about cycling Some could say anal mm, It was sent in by Matthew So we're not implying anything then, no, Matthew No,
0: not at all But this is for the people who just think they want to lose that last little gram of weight yeah. off their bike. And how does it work, John, but I haven't really looked it's at it. It's
1: got listings, it's got articles, it's got a, it's got a forum, um, it's got frequently asked questions, but it's all sort of centred around how you can save every little gram on your bike um, and really sort of techy stuff on your bike. There's also a bit of uh, bit of news in there, um, sort of links to different sites. Uh, so It's really one for you guys that have got a little bit too much time on your hand, <laughs> hands and you also want to try to Buy some improvements um, on the on the bike. No, I'm actually not too good with this stuff. Do do they? Are there restrictions on how light
0: you can bike me? There must be. Oh. I think M- Mike Montgomery's bike in That Everett was camp. incredibly light. Was wasn't, it? wasn't it? Yeah, that
1: weighed nothing. That weighed nothing. I think in triathlon there's very very few restrictions. Uh, yeah. I do know. Um, some wheels. There's a few restrictions on that. I don't know if the spinergy wheels have been banned or not. I know that the, there were some issues on that sort of in the '90s because they were such a sharp bladed thing. But I think that was more in cycling. Yeah. Um, so there are a few restrictions, but I think they're very very limited. You, you can still ride bikes like soft rides with the sort of the beam bikes. Um, you know, pretty much any sort of wheels you want. Uh, at, at Kona and some of the windy races, there's restrictions in terms of not being allowed to use disc wheels. You can't have a front disc uh, um, at most other races. So you can ride. Discs. There's not. There's a few restrictions in drafting races in terms of aero bar, um, aero bar sort of issues, and there's just a few things in terms of uh, seat position. I think, but but I don't think there's, there's, there's very very few
0: restrictions. This uh this bike here, it's, it's a couple of years old because look at the gears. Oh, it's got the old downshifters on the. F- um, what, just under 5,000 5, grams. Yeah. So what's that five yeah. five kgs? Yeah. It's
1: it's pretty light. That's it's bloody st- stupid. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, so for a bike, it's the whole bike. I think people can get carried away with this, but you know, you definitely by having a lighter bike, it's a no-brainer. Yes, you can obviously go faster if you carry, if you're carrying less gear. Does lighter mean harder on the body? Uh, depends, or is that depends, more the materials it that you're using? Depends, but on the materials. Yeah. But the other thing you've got to consider is uh, your drinking system. Um, you know, if you're going to going for extreme lightness. Then, you, know, you chuck three or four drink bottles on your bike if you're starting an Ironman. It's going yep. to weigh it down pretty quickly, so that's quite an important consideration. I can't get over that. 5kg for a bike. It's pretty light. What sort of bike is it? They should have the Genius Squadron there. The Dynamic 0 04. Owned by okay. Christian. Christian Frizoni.
0: Yeah.
1: So anyway, it's uh, the site is Weight Weenies. Do you make up a bike yourself? Starbike.com.
0: Sorry? Well, you know, guys make up their bikes, you know, by the frame and do the bits themselves. Um, Would you do that? No. No, neither, but no. my mate did, and uh, he definitely made a light bike out of it. Nice. So anyway, that's, uh, that's one website Webs- from our websites of, of the, the week. week. But our second website, because last week I was saying on the show that we want to support the community, don't we, Jonbo? We want people to join up to their triathlon clubs. That's right. not we, Devon? That's why I'm going to do that this week. Yeah. And while I were doing that, um, <clears throat> who was it? It was James, wasn't it? James J- Flynn. Jim- James Flynn, yeah. yeah I think James so. Flynn sent us through a link to his club. Actually, we've got a few links coming through, so keep them coming through, but um, have you got a system to record them? Yep,
1: they go on my page, which is called Websites of the Week on hold. Nice, that's good. Um, but his is called the Heat. The Heat, and it's the Hartford extended
0: area triathletes, and it's the du- website's www.ctheat.org, mm. and it's got a good website, hey, check it out, it's the one thing that you can actually do with these when we do these each week is go on our website, we'll have a link to it, and you can check out what other um, triathlon clubs are doing, and i have got, 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 cu- yeah, got some ideas, yeah, get some ideas, I've got a couple of cool things on here,
1: got a forum, they've got a forum, it's uh,
0: currently 82 degrees Fahrenheit, they've got the weather, yeah, which I really like, um, mm-hmm. they've got selling the uniform, and we've yeah. got, wait a second, I'm going to, who is it, oh i I've already pulled that up before, haven't I, is it, uh, they've got a picture of, who, who is it, who is it, who is
1: he's, it, he's a unit, Ah. Oh. Baja Pat. Bajar Pat. He's wearing a styly heat cycle top. Got the heat. Yep.
0: And obviously with the heat it looks like flames. Um, what else have they got on here? They've got some shots. Oh, They've got lots of updates of what's happening with their own stuff. Um, upcoming events. Upcoming events. Uh,
1: They've got a forum. Forum. Yeah. So just a good little comprehensive site there. Race calendar. Contact us. Links about us. Sponsors. They've yeah. got gold sponsors, silver sponsors and so on. Nice. Oh, nice. I'm sure you can find some training mates if you're in the Hartford extended area.
0: Yep. So go to
1: www.ctcheat.org.
0: Ctheat that was. Yeah. .org. yeah. Nice. That's kind of C T Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So no, those are our websites, websites of, of the, of the week. week. Beautiful. Okay. We're ripping uh, through it today. We are, mate. You might have to do a coach's corner oh, off the wing, top of mate. It's off my head. <laughs> you might have to wing it.
1: Right. Anyway, uh, questions mm. and That's answers. Nice. So let's start with our questions and answers. Okay. First up, we actually just had a few um, web links through, sent through from Ralph now, from Ralph, Germany. Now Ralph with, uh, uh, Ralph came along and
0: supported me and wrote. Oh, good yeah, on. Hey, Ralph, yeah. and they were awesome. Uh, him and his partner, and uh, they were they were just awesome. They were there all day for me, and I took lots of photos. All my photos from the race come from them. How oh, did they? And, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And they were just great. And they were just um, lovely people. Uh, like, yeah, again, the Germans are amazing. I just had so much time for them. Yeah. They were so
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, put a few links up there. So you're going to put those up on the website. There's got some video clips there from. Uh, yeah, so the, let's watch it while we're. Oh, looking. this is this is the sprint finish. Between, yeah, um, yeah, he was there. So he was actually there the next week, and um, we're just we're just going to pause oh, it's here. Eighteen
0: minutes. No, we watching.
1: <laughs> it's got the finish there between um, who was it? Nicole Nicole Leader and the other person who we had the sprint finish with. So that must be pretty exciting. He just
0: said it was the most amazing thing he could experience. He just said. Uh, the video, it's on, we'll put the link, it's on uh, trymag.de and um, he was saying that it's on there but it just doesn't give it justice. He said it was just the most amazing experience seeing them come in
1: together and sprint for the finish line the crowd's going crazy. Yeah, and, well they have a huge, it's like, right, in, in Frankfurt they have a huge, huge amount of spectators, so it must be fantastic. And the other thing
0: was that um, I remember when I, I went to watch Commonwealth Games last year in Australia and Melbourne uh, with Duncan, my mate, same I am, and um, I missed this day but the day when they did the women's marathon and the two women came into the stadium together oh, nice. and one of them was Australian and my mate oh, who's a that. Kiwi guy yeah. a guy called Fraser um, he was saying he was there and he said it's the, it's the most amazing experience he's ever had in his life because the crowd because you could see them on the big screen coming in yeah, yeah. so the all the crowd's just going ballistic and then they come into the stadium together and it's just you know spying This noise like you wouldn't believe it and the MCG what 100,000 oh, yeah. people it's yeah. a big stadium yeah. and uh yeah, he just said it was unbelievable, and I imagine this was a similar experience. So yes. Ralph was just saying it was pretty special. So he's got a few little uh, clips up there, so go and check them out. And, and a magazine we often get a lot of talk about is the try-mag.de. And, um, try, hy- try hyphen, uh, hyphen yep. mag.de. We'll put a link on our website to it. And they seem to have been a bit more professional. Yeah, it seems to be getting better and better as time goes on. And has it got uh, English? Yeah, or I it, they do. Um, or is it German? No, I think they do have an English version. Um, but I can't find it right now.
1: Yeah, okay. But if you're German, yep. get on there and uh, and check it out.
0: I'm pretty sure they'll have an English version.
1: Somewhere. Blame Bevan if they
0: don't. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. Blame them. Write to them, say I'm <laughs> going so you talk to sharpen up. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thanks for that, Ralph, and thanks for all your support in Germany. It's great. Okay, next up, we've got another one, which is... Uh, we
1: sent in from Mark uh, Stetler from Switzerland. Recently finished his second Ironman to the PB by about, uh, I can't remember, I think it was about 45 minutes or so, nice. which is pretty impressive. Nice. And it's sort of a lead on from last week's or the week before's topic of the week um, it's just about an event in Switzerland so if you check out gig- gigathon.ch yep uh, it's an event in Switzerland do they have English? Uh, no it's in French and German it's John's fault so no it's okay <laughs> we, should all, we should all be multilingual there was an article in the newspaper yesterday about Kiwis not being uh, yeah we're being, sucked uh, don't we are do not we we are being suck at languages and a friend of mine's language.
0: going over to um, France next week and she's got the, the book learning out and I just said do my trick
1: Put a smile on, that, like a dumb Kiwi. Yes, yeah, so a to treat. That's, I that's, do it too well. No, it's not good. We've got, we've got to learn more language. I'm going back to Italian starting next week. Oh, nice! Back on the Italian wagon. Nice. So there's an event in Switzerland. Uh, you can do it as singles, couples, or teams of five, um, and you swim, bike, mountain bike, run, and interskate through Switzerland. The stages are between 150 and 240 kilometers. What in skate? Yep. yep would, that, you, I that, do, would you do it? Would you do for a bit of a change, it might yeah, be. Yeah, but right. how far do you go? Oh, quite a long way. You go 150 to 240 k's a day um, with 2,700 to 4,500 metres of altitude every day. The race happens every year, but not always seven days like this year. Sometimes it's one to two days um, or up to seven days. You can go in there and you can choose French or German. Um, there were some guys and girls that did the whole race on their own. Um, wow. This year, 31 guys finished and three women um, wow. also finished. Uh, One thing he's just mentioning here is that a lot of the teams here in singles had a GPS device, and, and that's how it came up because I was chatting to him on the phone yesterday. And what were we talking about? Uh, I asked him how his girlfriend found watching Germany, and she she said uh, oh, she found it a bit boring. And I said, oh, I'd be fantastic if you could just log on with your phone or something. Now, especially now that iPhones coming along and 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 the whole yep. internet is just speeding up everywhere, yep. and 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 being able to find where your guy is on the course. and yeah. They do it quite well in a number of these sort of eco-challenge and, and really long-distance races. Yeah, because eco-challenge was
0: the world champs that they yeah. are. Yeah. But, but I, I,
1: it should be pretty easy, shouldn't it? I mean, the technology is there, and Ironman do, do, do an okay job where you can, you can sort of see people's lap splits if it's a multi-lap bike course and stuff like that. Surely it wouldn't be that hard if everybody had a tiny little GPS chip in their. Um, it's probably
0: the cost at the moment, but I, I see what will happen eventually. So Google at the moment now you have on their Google Maps, you can actually have street views in some of the mm. big American cities. So you can actually go down and see what it looks like from the street. Yeah. And uh, so I imagine eventually what will happen with the technology is that you'll get um, GPS devices within your chips, and you know mm. they'll get pretty cheap, and you'll have them in your chips, and you'll maybe have to go on something like Google, and you'll be able to see what they're seeing. Mm. as a racing like that would be yeah. pretty cool to actually you know we have to be on the race course see so and you know move along as you make races along the race yeah that'd be a wicked experience oh, I totally agree Um and, and you know like because I know like in Christchurch I have through my job and I'm known by a lot of people and I know everyone, you know, when I do a race, oh, they've got an Ironman they or on, yeah. the, on Challenge you know, and they'll, that. And, they'll see you swim, swim split and then they won't see anything for another Yeah, it'd be really cool if you could have that technology and yeah. it will happen eventually and uh, it'd just be great to, you know, imagine if you could see what part of the course are on, what the things they were seeing
1: as they were racing. And also, if you're there on the day, if you can just turn your phone on and log in and say, right, he's approximately here, he's probably going to be another hour and a half till we get here. Yep. We can go do this, this, and this, yeah. We can get a coffee and, and, yep. and chill out a bit. So it's it just sucks when you, I know when I've been spectating in a race and you miss somebody, you're trying to. Yeah, especially I mean you wait eight hours and yeah, you're twice. Exactly, so mm. that's kind of why I brought that up, but it was also uh, Mark had this uh, great great event in Switzerland. Okay, so uh, that's it, Mark.
0: Uh, Rob Barker, uh, I've come back from doing the ETU Long Course Distance Triathlon Champs in Belgium. The 80K bike course was a pancake flat. Lots of local athletes all formed bunches, and as the referee was refereeing, was minimal. I passed the pick of five guys who then just sat on my wheel. I wasn't feeling fast enough to drop them without risking blowing up my pacing. I tried slowing down and letting them go, but
1: they were just too slow. What do you do here? It is a tricky one, uh, and I think when you're racing a half or a full Ironman distance, uh, there's not a great deal you can do um, because mm. sabotaging your race plan is is, is not a wise thing. And you know, if you do, you know, if you've listened to the interview we did with Gordon, something I harp on a lot about, if you go out of your zone, you sort of go into the hard zone for a short time. It is really going to come back and bite you in the ass on the run. Mm. So, you know, um, if my first sort of tip would be, you know, in general. Um, Oh, are you? I was trying to tell me to go down the page I'm daydreaming in general you know, try not to choose races well, you've got a lot of tips in general try not to choose races that are, that are flat um, that is a bit difficult obviously when you get races scheduled uh, for championship races you know like 70.3 Can't last year yeah. this was a European championship so there's not much you can do about it uh, I'm not quite sure I thought the race at the weekend that the world long distance champs was flat um, but apparently it was a bit rolling yep. so you know in those situations there's not much you can do Um and if you do go into the red zone, you are going to pay the price. Uh, so surging, surging is a bit dangerous, but I've got a few tips um, no. that if you do have a, a smallish group, if there's a group of you of, say, 20 or 15 or something like that, it's going to be very, very difficult to get away, again, if it's a championship race. Uh, if you're just riding through the field, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. But if you do want to try getting rid of them, mm-hmm. um, what one, one little tip you could try is uh, getting into sort of second position in the group um, and ideally the guy on the front will probably be one of the stronger guys that's trying to sort of pull away yep. um, so get into second position and then just ease off a little bit and try to let the guy on the front pull away so that's sort of just breaking the bunch up a little bit so let him pull away get a reasonable gap and then you surge away and, and hopefully you might be able to drop a few guys off the back of the bunch. Yeah I've been there
0: before I was doing a race uh, called The Race in Christchurch and there's a bunch of there's, there's only about five of us In this bunch And this one guy Wouldn't do any work And yeah. I was getting really annoyed Because we're all rotating And he just sit at the back
1: yeah And he was just, You know He
0: was obviously good enough To be with us And I was getting pretty angry at him So I said Come on mate Do your work and he goes oh, I'm saving myself for the hill <laughs> so, so, so so I deliberately went Behind him In front of him will let everyone else get away And then yeah. I And I turned yeah. and Yeah I was all angry at yeah.
1: him you know? that's exactly how you do it you, you, yeah. you either get to the front of the group and let the person ride off the front or you go to the back of the group if there's say one or two p- people in particular that are s- constantly sitting at the back then you try to let the f- uh, go back to there sit in between them, uh, in between them and the stronger guys you just, get away a little you just bit. slowly ease your way back and then you have to surge up but I will sort of emphasise that as a bit of a risky tactic you go h- and yeah. you've got to go into your red zone a little bit and it was it's worth it because problem- he was all by himself I was pretty mm-hmm. happy about that mm-hmm. Um, the other thing you want to do is uh, is work with the guys that are stronger in the group you know if you can um get again get to the if that tactic doesn 't work where you 're surging just get to the front there and just have a quick chat to them and say like look, look let 's really just try to work work well together yep. and if you do work at a good constant rate um hopefully you 'll be able to drop the people off the back yep. uh, Like I said, if you're in a group with uh, athletes, they're all a pretty similar ability. Um, There's not much point trying to get people off. One
0: one thing to think of as well is if if you're kind of going the speed that you thought you'd be going
1: and the group's going that way anyway, is it worth just saving yourself? In general, yeah, I'd say it is. Yeah. I mean, I think you want to, if, if you are in that situation, you probably want to wait more into the second half of the ride when hopefully the weaker guys are getting tighter. If, you, uh, so yeah. if you're trying to drop people early on when they're fresh, they'll probably be able to hang in there and you're probably going to screw yourself over a bit. So so do wait until the second half and that's when you'll probably find it easier to drop people. Yeah. Um, we, again, we are talking here about a purely flat course. If it's a hilly course and it's a completely different story or if it's got some undulations in it, yeah. then it's much easier to get rid of people. A classic one that you can do is you can pee on the people pee behind you. Pee on the people behind you. <laughs> nice gold. They'll get rid of them. They'll get rid of them. They'll get rid of them. And flop it out too, so they know what's going
0: so on. Don't be shy about it. Don't gotta just let it go. Flop it out.
1: And- but there is there is another set, another another something else you could do, but we probably wouldn't uh, do that. And that does also involve pulling your pants down. Um, but it's probably not serious. that will clear. That'll probably be faster clearing of it. it may result in a disqualification. <laughs>
0: um. No verbal, no verbal. Well, no, I say get verbal. Um, oh, you're saying get verbal? Yeah,
1: get verbal with the people. Yeah. If there are people sitting in. Um, yeah. They're probably going to sit in anyway. What you want to do is avoid getting really, really angry and really worked up. You're just going to yep. start wasting energy. But there's no reason why you can't get back there and tell them what you think of them and tell them to do some bloody work. Yep. Um, people do, eh, when you do cycle racing. People yep. are always yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, just control it. Go back there. Give them a piece of your mind and then just carry Cliffy Lynch, on with you know who she is? She's yep. this multi-sport
0: person who's a bit of a legend. Uh, yeah. She's, she's she's an animal, and uh, she would just be yelling at everyone the whole race. Eh? Yeah, you know, she was a hard woman that one. Um, if it's a hilly or undulating
1: course, then it's another story. You can yeah. yeah, we can talk about that another day. And there's definitely tactics you can use to get rid of people on a hilly course. But I'd stress, especially if it's an iron distance race, you know, just just sit in there and just uh, and just just stick to your race plan. Basically, stick to your heart rates. Uh, you, you just got to do that. If it's a half, then it's you could probably take a few little risks there without completely detonating yourself. Olympic distance or shorter then it's a different story and it is okay then to, to probably surge a bit more and try to get rid of people
0: I think the thing as well is be smart you know like if, if you planning to a two and a half hour ride and you're still sitting on the time save your energy and you know you'll have a much better run so mm. use it to
1: your advantage as well if mm. you know if they yeah cool you know uh, we had an email in this week from Em. Em's going to be back on the show uh, in the next few weeks. What so, are you thinking about talking about? Well, we're going to have a bit of a question and answer special. Oh, so cool. if you've got any nutrition questions, sort of gen- uh, fairly specific ones, send them in and Em's uh, going to answer those or we'll do her best of her ability to answer those. Yep, she's pretty f- clever. In a few weeks' time. So try to just make them too general so we don't have to blabber on for half an hour about them, but but yep. quite specific Or too questions. anal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly. we <So people laughs> a little um, bit anal. So, Em's going to be on, I think, uh, early early August. So, send them in and we'll look after those. Uh, also, Em's got a few little bits of news coming up. Mm, uh, she's got some exciting gear, which is pretty cool. If you go onto her site, powercookies.com. Because you've obviously missed out on the cool Ironman Man talk jerseys. Yeah. Um, oh, get we're getting
0: lots of good feedback on those, aren't we? Yeah, nice. And I'm putting it. Last week I was meant to put Murray's photo up, and I forgot. But Porno's done it as well. They yep. we Got both in the snow. Nice. So if you send through your photo of you in your Iron Man talk jersey, you're guaranteed to get it on the website. It mm. might take a while because we obviously sold a few jerseys, but I'm going to put yours on the website because it's passion to the jersey. It is.
1: But if you go to powercookies.com you can get one of M's. Uh and she's also got some her cookie size increasing, so yep. you're getting more for your money. So it's going from seventy grams to eighty and she's grams. She's also releasing two sports cookies, a yeah. peanut butter, chocolate bomb.
0: Like that. Boom bomb. And uh matches candy, fruit, and oats. So yeah, there we go. So that's the stuff of that. And
1: that's about all the news from M. I think she's racing this weekend down in Queenstown where I'm off to to help her mate out racing. Oh what race uh, is it? The peak-to-peak. Peak. Oh, is it the one where they go from peak-to-peak? Peak? That's right. <laughs> Mate, you're onto it. I
0: tell I'm you. Su- I'm, surprised, I'm a thinker.
1: I'm surprised you're not like a university lecturer or something like that. <laughs> I was going to be, but then I became an aerobics instructor. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, coffees of a way. Coffees of a y. Dot com. You can't beat it. It's the ultimate in coffee experience. Yep. You keep talking. And this I'm week, I was on the site uh, yesterday, just having a bit of a check out because it is a cool site it's to quite look Like to us, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> and uh, they've got the espresso. Espresso. The okay. Where do I go to espresso, Jonbo? Go to the espresso. Oh, it's, on, quick, it's, it's front it's, page. It's on the homepage. page. got buy it now. Buy it now. The cool thing is with the espresso, uh, it's savor our dark roasted beans. Don't move the page beven while I'm reading. Sorry. In a single or double shot espresso, or as the gusto of a cafe latte, mocha, cappuccino, or cafe americano. The cool thing about this is you can get a variety of different sizes, um, from 57 grams up to 2.2 kgs, I think it is. 2.2 kgs? Yep. Cheapers, creepers. But the good thing is, you can uh, select your grind. You need to go, go for whole bean, oh. or if you click on there...
0: Okay, let's have a look. I'm going to select the grind. Let's have a look at the select- options.
1: Oh. Ooh. I'm going to go drip grind Yeah, or you can get espresso grind you can get regular grind or you can get coarse grind so what's a coarse grind it's saying it's when, when the beans are ground really coarsely <laughs> <laughs> it's like pig to pig almost it is <laughs> There you go. For you guys who like your coffee nice and strong, coffees of Hawaii have got their uh, espresso. And it's really cool because they have a bit of
0: a bit of a story on the same page as well. Mm. When the trade winds get squeezed in between the high peaks of the Hawaiian islands, they howl and they thresh the sea channels. So you find no channels. Beautiful. Anyway.
1: So, uh, Savoy.com for all your coffee needs. Who are we going to go to next, Jumbo? We are going to go to trybuyers.com. Try. Trybuyers.com. It's a bit of a no-brainer at this stage because... Uh, no-brainer. You like that word, too. You, you did an email the other day and you used it like four times. I was loving it. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. It is because uh, at the moment, yeah, you know, we're building the hype. The store is on its way. Oh, it's, so, it's like Christmas time, isn't it? It is. It's
0: like, you remember when you
1: were note before Christmas? It's coming soon. It's a no-brainer. It's coming soon. So I've got the little flash thing there. And yes, so I do know what a flash uh, movie yeah, is. I'm impressed. And you basically just wait. Well, it's very cool, isn't it? It does not it its You see all the products that are coming up. You wait for, for the flash to finish. Uh, and then there's a little um, sign-up button that'll appear. One goal, one race, one victory. Oh, look at this. Bit of music there. Bit of music. You sign up. And you go in the draw to win the wheels. Yep. Who would not want to set a pair, cool pair of wheels? wheels? wheels. sign up today it says, here we go. So have you signed up? I've no. signed up. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, okay, I'm signing up today. I'm going to do it right now while we're talking. So yep, go. So there you go, you've got a, a disc wheel and a, a deep rim front uh, wheel. You can go on there. You can select your country. Uh, it's home to anywhere in the world. Just put, you need to put your details in there, and the key thing is, is how did you hear about us? You need to make sure you put on Iron Man talk as so an option. You can choose there so it is a no-brainer oh mate look at that it's a a Mac
0: it remembers all your details oh mate
1: you need to get a Mac you can borrow this one it's yours anyway (laughs) (laughs) anyway so that is a no-brainer com. go on there and get your uh, and again what
0: what they're really doing is uh, it's going to be the first online store in the world that's totally devoted to triathletes it's it's, Um, and they're also going to have a shop in California that's, uh, they're going to put an amazing, they are tell me what they're doing, and it's going to be a totally focused triathlon shop in California, uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing, and, and you know, for us triathletes, we often have to search in so many different areas, and, and when you talk to these guys, they've really got their finger on the button, and uh, so watch out for that website as it comes live, but for now, get on there, put your details in, and if you win the wheels... We'll go halves. <laughs> yeah. Send us a dish. We can keep Send, the front one. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, all good. And lastly, our favorite place to meet up with our friends. flinks.com. F-links. Now, if we had coms. anybody
1: uh, do a video, you know, I don't think we have, had no, we? No, come on, guys. Put your finger We need up. to pull that up. So just a reminder from last week, our uh, um, competition Again, it's a bit of a no-brainer because yep. at this stage we haven't got any entries. So there's a pair of Oakleys sitting on the line there, powered by Transitions lenses. Because you got winners, because you're the only person, eh? Exactly. Oh, that'd be sensational. Yeah, it so, wouldn't be because we want more people to do it. But what we want people to do is go on there and uh, and take a little video clip promoting Iron Man talk, put it up on YouTube, and then put that link through to Ethlinks. Uh, um, so one thing I'm loving about F-links, um, is that, for example,
0: when I go onto my front page, I get to see what all you guys are doing. So, for example, Steve Townsend has obviously done the 2007 Cowman Cow Half Ironman and results. So if you click on that, um, then it goes through there and it shows you that and gives you the results of the race. Oh, and Steve. Steve, Steve. I Steve. Oh, It'll right. be highlighted. Keep going down. There's quite a few people here. I don't think i clicked on Steve's name, but, but anyway. Um and it just has, it's just really, you know, so you basically get your group of friends who you're hanging out with, got old David Glover, the guy from um, Rote, and uh, you just basically see what they're up to, and it's just a really good way of keeping in contact with all your mates around, and especially when you've got mates around the world, mm-hmm. you know, which nowadays we're, the world's becoming smaller and smaller, and so you can just see, you've got someone here, so, yeah, you're just seeing what your mates are up to in regards
1: to all their athletic pursuits. Exactly, and also the best place that I've found in terms of storing all your results in one place. Yeah. And I'm loving the photos our guys are putting through. Actually, I'm going to pick a photo for this week. Who are we going to go? 100. Bevan's got
0: 136 friends. He's pulled away from me. Pulled away. I don't really want to. I don't want to become a competition, mate. I don't want. I don't want to see five out. Albert, you haven't got a photo up there. Put a photo Put up there. Put your yet. photo up there. There was someone who came through with their kid the other I was loving that photo. There was a sensation. Oh, I'm not going to find it. They one there is pretty good. Duncan White.
1: Oh, that's my mate, Duncan
0: White. <laughs> Slam I am. Is that? Mr. Slam I am. Pulls is it He's
1: not an Aussie, Aussie. is he or is he? Oh, no, he's, he's a Kiwi. Living in he went to Aussie. About Ian, a, it's about Ian, a girl. Ian Dewar, you need to put a photo up there. Put your photo up there. There we go. James, James Duncan, Rogers, you need to put a photo up there too. James Rogers, but look at that. It's
0: eating. So that's a sensational photo, isn't it? Look at this. There we go. James, looks
1: like he's having a bit of creamed rice or something there. Nice.
0: And I'm his only friend. Oh, well, Andrew. Andrew's Andrew. everyone's friend. So you, <laughs> you don't get that credit, Andrew. You get everyone as your friend. So, Athlinks uh, so is a really good way to keep in contact with your mates um, and, and the rival system. There's so many good things about this website. Sign up and... Uh,
1: the one other thing we talked about a few weeks ago is our quiz and we're just working through that with the guys at Athlinks at the moment, so we're gonna have our weekly quiz oh, okay, coming cool. up soon oh, that's and very exciting. You'll, you'll be entering via Athlinks. So our websites, our sponsors are dub 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 dub, dot Dub dub dub. Beautiful. Ah, great sponsors, aren't they? So, what are you up to this week, Evan? Oh, you're asking me for yeah, this? <laughs> in the, it got in there? I had
0: to be quick. It's didn't my I? job. I had to be what quick. am I up to this week? Well, I'm enjoying not training, to be honest. Um, I am really. I'm a kind of. I'm teaching my classes, which gives me about ten, fifteen hours exercise a week. And I'm doing a little bit of weights. I've been doing some yoga. I'll tell you a really good website I have found is. Um, we already had website of the week. I know, but it's bloody good. It's free. <laughs> it's yoga. Oh, I'm not sure what it's called. I found this yoga podcast, right. and it's every week puts a twenty-minute yoga. Oh, video nice. podcast on, nice. and they, like for example, they've got one for triathletes, and I uh, maybe I'll talk about it on the show next week. But it was
1: um really good. So I've been doing some yoga. We can have a chat to them, do a bit of an interview, and get some yeah. some, some sort of joint marketing going together. Yeah, nice. And uh, so so what else
0: am I doing? Uh, kids back at school, so I'm able to do some work. Nice. I've been doing a bit of that. Tell you what. This single man life ain't too bad, because <laughs> I got this girl running me an email yesterday out of nowhere. Uh, I met her the other night in town, and she's googled me and found me through Ironman Talk. Oh so man. it's uh, you're famous. Wow! Well,
1: uh, yeah, I told you we'd get to an hour. We, yeah. we had to we had to work. She was all right too. It. I was pretty happy with that. And she's yeah. a horse rider. And
0: um, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh oh, so oh, oh, one discussion I've had—I've been talking to my classes at the gym this week, and it was because like, I'm a single man, and I've never really been single. I've always been in long-term relationships. So, if you're in, if you go out on a date with a chick and you go to a movie that's quite emotional on the first date, is it a bad
1: thing to cry? Yeah, you can't, can't show that emotion.
0: But uh, aren't guys, meant to be sensitive, of new age nowadays. Would you cry? No. What if it was like? Your, no. What's the saddest movie you've ever seen? Have you ever cried?
1: Do you cry? I'm not a cryer. Uh, what if it was like really sad and? No. Blind was shocked that I cried when Thomas popped out.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, what if you're having your baby in there, your girlfriend was... No. <laughs> okay, so we get some feedback on that as well, guys. Maybe there'll be discussion a week from next week. Should you cry at the movies on a first date? You'd I wouldn't. You could do the old, the old yawn technique. The old yawn? Did you do um, the yawn? Hunt. Of course I did. So I went to Harry Potter with my daughter the other day. <laughs> and did, you, the kid... did you do the yawn technique? Would no, but know? the kids next to me did. Okay. And they're, they're like 14 and they're patching at the movies. And you could oh. tell they were kind of embarrassed but kind of liking it. <laughs> it was very entertaining. So what no, John, you What are you up
1: to for the rest of the week? Well, I'm, I'm in a cycling gear. Straight out that door, out there. It's looking Just a about bit to pour down. Looking a bit drizzly out there. I'm gonna go for a little bike ride, and then I'm off to Queenstown on Friday. Oh, oh so how long are you there for? Uh, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. Are you biking down? No, we tried that last time, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, no, I think yeah. I'll give that a miss this time. It's a little bit chilly on the Willie at this stage of the year. Yep, fair enough. And that's gonna be interesting. We think we're gonna, tra- Linda's gonna come and take Thomas. So, so it's be- a race. Yep, you go from uh, one ski field to another ski field. You start on top of the Remarkable Ski Field. You bite your your ski down um it's not far you know a couple yep. of k's and then you bike down a mountain bike down the access road and at the bottom you jump into a kayak you kayak up uh, Ooh, uh frankton Frankton arm which is i think it's maybe about eight k's <laughs> to queenstown get out of your kayak at queenstown and then you run about 10, 10 kilometers or so up sort of the shot over gorge and then you jump on your bike and you bike up the coronet ski field access road which is sealed and so i'm supporting my mate there as sort of support crew
0: and uh multi sport races, you do support, don't you? You have someone holding your boat for you and Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. We've got the strategy for the bike, he's gonna start on the road bike going up Coronet Access Road and if he blows out I'm gonna be there with the mountain bike, it's gonna oh, be like, change the bike. It's gonna be like Tour de France, you oh, know, quick change, jump oh, off, nice. jump on. Do many people do that? Or is this but a John Newsom... This is my strategy. No, That's I... why you're a great coach, mate. You're an innovator. <laughs> he's, he's not in uh, He's not in top shape, would we fair to say. Yep. So I think he's going to blow up on the road bike. I don't think he's going to have enough gears. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this before. No, before. I'll, I'll tell him not to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he listens every day. Just quickly, you, you went too far ahead, mate. We haven't done the cook things. John's coaching website? Triathlon. No. CoachJohnNewson.com.
0: CoachJohnNewson.com. Uh, email questions through the... IronmanTalk at gmail.com. Our website for all the links for this week is www.ironmantalk.com. Now go on there because I'm going to have the photos of the jerseys yeah. and there's a couple of really good photos. Um, what else? Um, how else can you support the show? Go on our website, click an ad, that'd be really great.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? No, we've got a few products we're going to be reviewing over the next few weeks. Yeah, we've got a lot of products backed up, haven't we? Which is nice. Yeah, Which is good. If you want to send us free stuff, we're happy to trial it. Yep. And uh, anything else? No, I think that's, that's about a wrap, that's, I think. It's about time you got on your bike, mate. About time. Well, I've got, yeah, I've got 10 minutes. Okay, well, let's talk for another 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. no, so okay. about this laptop? It's, <laughs> great, <mate. laughs> it's pretty good. It's a Mac, I told you. Yeah. Anyway. That's about it.
0: Iron rusts. Iron men don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia car. car.